0: Cubicle to CEO offers programs that generate massive impact. In the last year alone, they've helped over 750 aspiring educators successfully launch their first online course in just three days' time through their bi-monthly live challenge called Paid to Create. Inside their signature 12-month mentorship program, dozens of service providers, coaches, and freelancers have also made their first $10,000 revenue month with audiences of less than 1,000. Hear these students' inspiring stories and learn from their detailed case studies by searching and subscribing to Cubicle to CEO on your favorite podcast player. To all our new and dedicated listeners, you know how much we value supporting women in business here at the Heart & Hustle podcast. We are so happy to share this week's show sponsor, Cubicle to CEO, an amazing podcast that elevates the financial footprint of women entrepreneurs everywhere. Stop guessing when it comes to the finances of your business and start feeling empowered to boost your business's revenue with guidance from some of the best experts in business now.
1: Cubicle to CEO, hosted by Ellen Yin, is a weekly show bringing you case study interviews with leading entrepreneurs and CEOs so you can borrow a specific new revenue growth strategy from each guest that has already been successfully implemented in their own business. Skip the expensive and time consuming learning curve of testing what actually works by learning from the best and brightest business mentors every Monday. Grab a snack and settle in to hear about the financial details of Cubicle to CEO. Tune into Cubicle to CEO's case study with Girls Who Code, which I personally love because I've worked with them before, used to be a code mentor, so definitely listen to this episode, to reveal how they achieved impressive enrollment increases by more than 200% during a global pandemic, a jump from 1,600 to 5,000 students enrolled that brought their total students served over to 500,000. Episode 143 goes into detail with the fabulous Dr. Tarika Barrett, the CEO of Girls Who Codes, an international nonprofit organization working to close the gender gap in technology. Want to use the best income growth strategies from top entrepreneurs and CEOs, including Ellen herself? You can binge listen to the past income reports on Cubital CEO today, plus receive your free access to your first 10K month masterclass and a bonus workbook by going to our special link today. That is zen.ai backslash heart CEO altogether. Again, that's zen.ai backslash heart CEO. Have fun listening.
0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma O'Keefe, and we are here every week talking to you about entrepreneurship, business balance, so many other things. If you don't already follow us on the internet, you can follow us on Instagram at Heart and Hustle podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Heart and Hustle pod. And on Facebook, we are at Heart and Hustle podcast. We're mostly on Instagram. And I should say by we, I mean, really me because you are like, Instagram, I hate I'm you. just in and stories, just, um, and
1: if you so catch awkward. it, you catch it. If you don't, you miss the vibe.
0: stories sometimes, and some like the vibe is really great. Like your trip um pictures were you caught really it. beautiful, even If you I didn't. Did very you good. know,
1: that's on y'all. Yeah. That's not my problem.
0: It's funny because my Insta algorithm knows that I want to see your stories because whenever you post the stories, you are. I feel like that for everybody, everybody
1: because that's the only time that people bother me on Instagram is when I post stories, which is why I don't do it.
0: <laughs> it's funny because it's like my Instagram post like, oh, she, she's not on here. You don't want to miss this. So it's always like if you post it. I have to mentally
1: know day. that it's a day that I'm going to be speaking to people in the DMs because that is truly the only time that like people are like, oh, and I I mean, granted, we do have a lot of people who moved out of here because they should because it's not a great place to live sometimes. So I, I get it. And I understand why they moved to other places so they can own houses and like have nice lives and see mountains and things. But uh yeah I was like anytime I post on stories I know I'm like about to talk to people and so I mentally I'm like okay well this is the day that I'm social on social media and then I just disappear and it's great
0: whereas I'm like for me I am always on the stories I'm not always on on the grid but I'm always on the stories and I'm always in the dms I'm big into the dms um I feel like I I insert more instagram dms now than I do like text oh. messages which is <laughs> yeah really for impressive. sure
1: can see how that's
0: a thing, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I never thought that would be the case, but it's definitely. But there are people that I'm like talking to in DMs and text messages too, so that's it's 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 chaos. Um, also, review us in all the places where you can review, yes. Um, where Apple Podcasts podcast, and then that little app with the green circle, that place as well. The app that should not be named, not but be still named. has Ooh, um, Great and operates, operates very well so. um
1: has a stranger things customized playlist where you can find your yep. back song Good. like Good. they're Good. doing Good one. fun interactive things but they still give very bad people lots of money so i will continue to no longer give them name credit on my yes. on my platforms yes. <laughs> <laughs> if i can but if, you're,
0: if you're doing it review us there review us ever, anywhere uh-huh. everywhere um so it's, it's July hot. and uh, it's it's hot and, you know, you're probably enjoying summer if you enjoy summer. If, <laughs> if you enjoy summer, day.
1: are you listening to this podcast? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but either way, it's basically time to start thinking about the holiday season. So this episode, we're going to talk about preparing your business for the holiday season. This is basically go time when it comes to, you know, the holidays for your business and for a lot of people, you know, that's the time of year where they're going to be bringing in the most money. They're going to have the best chance to bring in new customers. Um, so you really kind of want to get prepared ahead of time. There are many businesses that make, you know, the majority like of their money, their
1: especially money. in Orlando. This yeah. is like a go time for yes. most businesses. Is that when they make the majority? Yeah,
0: even big yeah. businesses, like you look at like Universal Universal Orlando makes more money during um, horror yep. nights than they do like, the rest of the year. Like, no, I'm unfortunately gonna like be change. like one
1: of those people who <laughs> invest in horror nights this year.
0: <laughs> and that's like, that's why they start preparing, like they start prepping their themes and planning everything the day after horror nights ends, and then they announce their their stuff. People are like, oh wow, how do they already? And it's like because they literally start the day after, so it's like depending on, you know, your business, if you're maybe more Halloween heavy or more, um, like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, like that time of year heavy. But typically most people are going to be um, indulging a bit more during the holiday season they're going to be home more they're going to be with family a lot of, a lot of times there's gift giving in some way some form or spending time together spending meals together so we we find that from you know I would say October to you know end of December or even even January because New year's and stuff there's just a lot of that going on so it tends to be a good time for businesses to you know, push their products or even specific services, right? So we're going to kind of go through month by month and kind of talk about some of the things that you should make sure that you are doing in that particular month and, you know, whatever so that you can get things done. So I would say July or pre-July, depending on what your business is and what, what the format is and what you make, what you offer, you want to be ordering your supplies or getting like, information on your supplier so for example i'll use both of our i'll use both of our like businesses as examples so like for me when it comes to getting things prepared with um you know having vessels to pour into having wax having scents i need to be ordering that stuff now or already have it or be in the process of ordering it kind of planning it out um, so that I make sure that I have enough jars, enough wax and everything to get me through that season. For you, somebody that is gonna be ordering, you know, or like anybody that has like something that's stationary wise or whatever, the people that the the other businesses that are going to be working with you, you need to get the information on like when is the last of what you can order for those situations. Um, because a lot of places will say, Hey, you know, if you're doing holiday orders, if you're getting more inventory, then make sure you've ordered by this particular date because that's gonna be the last we have of it. So you want kind of want to get ahead of that, see if they have that information now and see what you can order now. And it's also I find that it's easier too for spacing things out financially, like I like to order like, all right, we'll do some of it in spring, some of it in summer so that it's not just doing a massive order in fall. That's just a ton, you know. Um, so yeah, that's July, like, you should already already kind of be in that now for July and August. This is kind of like the time frame where you should be planning your products, your services, um, testing them if you haven't yet. If you're going to do new offerings, like if you make popcorn and you're doing a peppermint offering for, you know, the season, start start seeing if it's good. I know it's July. You might not feel like eating like chocolate peppermint popcorn, but too bad. (laughs) This is the time to plan it out and kind of make sure you know what those products or services are going to be for that season. And I think even like, again, if you're service-based and if it's not even necessarily a holiday specific business, just knowing like what changes to expect during that season, right? Because it's like, December is not normal times, you know? So kind of like knowing, are you going to have a busier shop during that time? Are you going to have more, more or less services offered that during that time, that sort of thing. And then finalizing those products and services, knowing like, okay, this is... Because you need to know, again, for orders and stuff like that, I need to order exactly this amount, these are the exact things I'm going to be offering, and, and that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, once you
1: have an income goal, that's an easy way to start doing that. Like, you already know the pricing for your products. Like, this is all included in that planning session that you should definitely be looking at those financials because going in blind and saying hey i would love to sell 500 candles but not knowing how much a candle costs per per piece is is silly so that i like also just want to make sure that you guys know your numbers before you get into this like now is the time to look at your numbers if you haven't um raise up your prices by five percent because that's where we're going right now with inflation unfortunately so your supplies are going to cost a little bit more uh up to 20 percent, honestly depending on what you order for supplies but they're definitely at least for you look at a five to ten percent increase in pricing because that's going to be such a big thing with trying to get supplies especially depending on when you order them like if you order them now you might be a little bit fine but you want to make sure you have enough buffer so that you do in the season in the green and not the red so that is one well, of the first things, but the other things that you need to do again is, uh, put everything into place on your website. So your inventory tracking system, whatever you're utilizing to have all this stuff together, like have that software. This is a good time to software also as well. Um, so if you've been seeing something that you want, actually, I would say January probably was a great time to address software, <laughs> but since we're in June, July and August, if you want a new software that you want to try out, or maybe a new plugin for your, um, WooCommerce or your Shopify or whatever this is the time to solidify like what it is that you're going to utilize so that when you're in the season you're just a well well oiled machine and not like stopping to like test new things and be like oh I should have ordered that printer that prints the labels quickly or da 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 like you should have all that ready to go and test that now so that you can figure that out Um, also looking at your employees and having conversation about vacation because this is typically what happens in corporate America is that most people get a decent amount of PTO, depending on where you are. And most people don't take it because they're busy, busy, busy all year long. And then you get to the end of the year and your PTO runs out. And all of a sudden it's like you have a crap ton of people who are out of the office in in December and nobody's doing anything and nothing's getting done. And depending on your industry, that's bad because you may like January may be a, a busy time. I know that's a busy time for a lot of different people. So Got to figure out what your October, November, December, like workforce looks like, and if you have. And first of all, you can't deny people PTO. Let me start there. If people want to take December twentieth to the thirtieth off, that's fine. They're well within their reason if they want to take the whole month of December off because they got third days of PTO. Well within their reason to do so. What you do as an employer is now look at hiring temps. Go to your tip services, have those ready now in July and August, where you can hire people to fill in for what your employees' vacation policies look like. Cause there you never know. I mean, there's people who have some maternity leaves over that time period who maybe you're you just want to get people trained and ready to go. So this is definitely a conversation that you should be having upfront for sure.
0: Yeah. And I feel like the earlier you talk about, like, those policies with your employees, like, the better idea you're going to have of, like, what that season's going to look like. I know places like Party City, like, September and October, they let everybody know, like, you're going to be working 40 hours and it's going to be busy and, like, you know, we really prefer you don't take time off, like, unless it's an emergency like, we're not going to be scheduling vacations for September and October because that's their busy season. Everybody's going and trying on costumes. And, like, if you've ever been to a party city in September and October, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's, it's complete chaos. <laughs> like, it's absolutely bananas. I remember I walked in once because I was, like, looking for one thing for, like, a costume kind of, like, late. And I walked right out. I was like, I'm just going to not have that part of the costume. That's totally fine. Because, I mean, there were, like, to for people to try on stuff, even for people to just get to, like, they had like a station where you could ask, "Can I get this costume?" And it was like, yeah, that it's line like a was wraparound
1: line around the store. Depending yeah. on the closeness to and October, school. it's outside. Like it's a total chaotic. Yep. They redo the store layout, interior to set up this try-on area, which I don't to this day. I will never understand why anyone tries anything in a party city, but they do it all the time. People put. Like, it's wild. So just imagine all of that happening and what that looks like. But they understand it's going to happen and they have the policies in place. I personally, as a small business, would not recommend people doing it. Like, I I always am anti-telling people to block off certain time for PTO is bad business behavior, especially because Gen Z is going to be like, great, I quit and they're going to find another job. Because they don't do that anymore. You
0: know what's so funny about that is that, okay, so Party City was my first job when I was 16 and they told us you have to work september and october or you cannot take any days off and i had to take days off for something it was something important i will i will say that um but yeah i just i, I mean that's so was very that's difficult. what people do
1: they pull, i mean and honestly like you did it back but matt like today imagine telling you yeah. you can't take off a whole 30 days because that's what we say do, and we don't have our policies in place and yeah. Like we.
0: And the thing is, is like I knew I was going to because it's like I was doing the job. I was still doing it up to that point. But this like that's the thing is this thing was something that was planned and I asked for it off. And they're like, well, it's during the month of October, so you can't have it off. And it was going to be like a three day period and they wouldn't give off any days during October. So it was my ex's um, military graduation, if you're wondering what it was. So I was going to be going out of state to like uh, South carolina north carolina i can't remember and i was going to be gone for three days and so i knew it like we knew when it was going to be months ahead of time but they were like you absolutely cannot have it off and i was like okay so i just continued to work and then i gave it two weeks but it was just like i'm giving you my two weeks is that thing that you won't let me have off for i'm gonna still do that yeah. so here's my two
1: weeks but
0: this and is fun. where like then i went on universal which was like small way more businesses fun businesses
1: have the benefit of like right now it's summer have those yeah. conversations and plan to have people in place as backups in case you need the extra labor. And
0: in a lot of situations, like not everybody celebrates the exact same holidays and stuff like that. So like I have a good friend, she used to manage a Starbucks that's in a very busy part of Orlando and she's Jewish and she does not celebrate Christmas. And so she would always be like, I will opt to work Christmas Day because number one, like, well, she was salary, but she was like, in general, like you get paid more. But uh, number two, like, I don't care about Christmas. So it doesn't matter to me. And she would always have a few other people that were like more than happy Mm -hmm. to like make the extra money and not celebrate that holiday. And they wouldn't need a lot of people to run the shop. They would just need a few. And so she would just be like, all right, cool. And they would have those conversations early. So it wasn't like, no, you have to you have to work this day. You have to be away from your families because, at the end of the day, especially if you're if you have employees, even if you're paying them a fair wage, like if they're not if it's not a salary job nine times out of ten, like they might just choose being with their <laughs> family the of, in
1: 2022. Absolutely, that, you
0: know, that smaller amount of money for that day that's not that amount of money for the day is most likely not going to make a huge difference in their overall life, right? So, most people you know, making keep that in mind,
1: norm like. A- if you make $12 an hour in Central Florida, which most hourly jobs, that is the starting pay, if not $10. Eight hours is $96. That's not without taxes taken away. $96 is not enough for me to stay away from my kids, my family, et cetera. So just yeah. keeping that in mind.
0: Have those conversations and be open with them. Don't like make it into this like, you have to do it my way or the high. Just like have conversations, and I think that's one thing that my friend did so well, and that's why so many people loved working under her because she would just have conversations with people and be straight up with people. So be transparent and be like hey this is kind of going to be what the need is you know do we have that need and then if not you have enough time to like hire people and that sort of thing and and remember that like at the end of the day like you own this business so like there's a good chance that if you need to be open the week of christmas you're probably going to be the one that's there you know what i mean like if you're <laughs> oh, not you willing think to be there, not willing to be there, i know it's, it's i know a lot of people oh, are not but i'm like you're not willing to be there, then like you can't expect, and you own it. You can't expect other people to be willing to be there for ten dollars an hour or whatever it is. You know, so keep that in mind. So don't pay so, people ten dollars an hour,
1: please, for the love of God. <laughs>
0: please please pay more. Which, like, it's so funny because I've gotten into arguments about with business owners on Facebook, of course, because they've been like, well, I shouldn't, like, during the pandemic, like, I mean, we're still in it, but, like, at the height of it before there was vaccines, people were like, I don't want to pay people in the wedding. This is like, the wedding industry. And people were like, I don't want to pay people more than, you know, $10 an hour. Okay, well, then why do you think they want to risk their lives and work? Like, they're not going to, that's why you can't find people. Because they were trying to say, nobody wants to work, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nope, you guys just don't want to pay people. All right. So going into so that's July and August, the stuff that you should have in place at that point. So going into August and September, um, so you're gonna wanna make sure that your marketing plan, you know, you now you have like your products, your services, you kind of know what you're doing, you know what you're gonna be offering, you know that you have like those updates, you know, to your system are, are going on, you know, your employees are gonna be there if you need them. So now it's like, okay, we need to market these products. So August and September, you should make sure that you are perfecting and finalizing that marketing plan. Um, You're looking at the data from last year. Like how did you do last year? What did you sell the most of? For me, I know that there are things that I thought, oh, like I'll have this scent. I think it'll be okay for the people that really like this sort of thing, but it probably won't do that great, but it'll do okay. And that's the one that sells out. For me, it was like a mistletoe scent that was like very intense. And I thought people would Prefer, you know, like Christmas tree, and you know, I I have like a chocolate one. I'm like, people are going to prefer prefer this more because it's like more generalized, more Christmassy. And I was like, the mistletoe one is very intense. I don't think it'll do as well. And that was the first one to sell out. I mean, it sold out so quickly. Um, and so that teaches me this year. Okay, people actually really like that scent. Maybe because it's so specifically Christmas. So don't be afraid of making more of that. Um, because it flies off the shelf. So look at that data from last year. Look at what you sold the most of, you know, look at what people liked. And then also keep in mind, like, what are the current trends right now? Like, what are people enjoying right now? What are people liking every year for holidays? Um, you know, there's things that are like kind of staples and then there's things that are like kind of trendy at the moment. Like I know recently everybody was doing like all silver decor, And so places like Target were having a ton of that stuff because people were just like very into it. And you might be like, listen, I'm just going to stick to the classics and that's totally fine. But just kind of be aware of what, you know, the different options are. And then you can start to plan also like your promotions that you're going to be doing with your marketing plan. So, you know, kind of like what we we're talking about with like, you need to know how much you're going to order things or whatever. If you're going to be doing any, like, I know the holidays are a time where a lot of people do giveaways, or maybe you're going to be partnering with some influencers and like, you know, you're going to be giving them free product. Make sure that you know those numbers now. Cause like Angelica was saying, like, know how much you want to make. And you're working backwards from that. So that includes like, okay, if I'm giving away, you know, five candles this year, you want to make sure you know that and you're not just like giving it away on a whim, like you need to know the numbers and actually have that planned out. Um, and that's, you know, that's a part of your your marketing plan, but also a part of your financial plan as well. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, and also like hiring experts and knowing what you need. Um, this is where people get into marketing. First of all, marketing is very difficult because everyone's a marketer. You're not.
0: <laughs> so many ways to market now, especially with the internet. There's just like so many I'm different ways so, to do it.
1: so um, sad to inform you that you are not a marketer. I know that you probably have really great ideas. I'm sure you love your brand. Uh, I'm going to use the example of the Italian places in town as an example.
0: <laughs> Please um, Because do. the
1: branding, the brand identity yeah. for this, and their general, like they don't have branding at all, but they have identity yeah. design that looks like an identity crisis. The interior, is an identity yes. crisis. It's like, there's no connection to anything, really, other than we are a business in a small town that just opened, and we are one of the only Italian restaurants in a two to three mile radius. Come at us, bro. Like, that's kind of what it is. It's like word of mouth, and they're hoping off of the six for that, and I can tell you just, just like, no. <laughs> that's not what...
0: It feels extremely American, and you know, really does feel
1: like Olive Garden. You know what I mean? Like it definitely is giving Olive Garden. It's giving.
0: I think it's it's just the most American. Like it's It's very. It's just not
1: not, again. Like we talked about, it's not on trend with what other restaurants are doing. We're in a Nobu. Like a Nobu is going to be in a twenty minute (laughs) ride from us. Of course, people are going to go to Nobu over this random restaurant that probably is priced the same i'm not like it's just you have to wow. think about things like that and so for that reason i think a lot of people because they're attached to their business and they care so much they feel like i know what's best for my business and that's true in a lot of ways but when it comes to marketing if you don't have a marketing background if you don't understand if you took a marketing course in college and that was 20 years ago you need to pick up the phone get a gen z marketer and get them in your office right now to do a consultation so they can teach you what you're doing wrong because even things that i don't like to do for my business, which is why I know my, like, personally, it's not going to go where it needs to go unless a fluke comes happening because there's just certain things I won't do to market my business that are successful. If you're one of those people mm-hmm. who don't care, you need to get Gen Z in your office to get you connected to yes. what's actually happening, what's going on on the ground because a lot of people just don't understand the way that the market works and the internet works and how people respond to products and how that happens and there's so much to be said about the morbius and minion situation and why like the industry movie industry is trying to create these viral moments and like out of nowhere tiktok creates a viral moment you can't tell the internet what to do when you tell the internet what to do with something the internet no longer cares you're shoving something down right. the internet store the internet does not want it they do not care they don't want to see it anymore it's none of their business we're gonna move on to something else they thought elvis was going to be the number one movie it did not Minions is the number one movie. The logic there is that the
0: internet does what it wants to do. I don't know how they didn't see that coming. Um, But okay. No comment. Uh,
1: (laughs) If you guys would (laughs) just pay us, I would tell you lots of thoughts. Just go to our Patreon and become a patron and I will tell you everything I have. The tea. (laughs) We'll share.
0: I also want to point out that there's like so many different types of experts yeah um,
1: definitely i was gonna go into also the levels and what you need to research it, it's hard this is the time to do it because you have time and then when you get into august september you're ready with the game plan you can have the people on the floor with you making the decisions the other thing about yeah. seo which is another word that everyone thinks they're expert in uh google analytics for is a thing that's happening it's happening whether you like it or not it's coming headstrong if not already people have started to roll out like You don't know what you're doing unless you're sitting down reading. You are an SEO person. First off, you say SEO optimization, you need to hire someone. That is already like a key indicator because optimization is in the the, the acronym. You know that type of thing. Hire people to do the services that you need or for them to tell you what you need. Honestly, a good expert is someone who has experience, proven experience, not to just show you but has testimonials has the knowledge to you know what they're oh. talking about says the verbiage understands the space they may not be in the industry that you're in which is fine they could just have general marketing experience that's more than what you need right now to not fall and falters in the holidays because this is what happens is that there's courses and there's all this other stuff that happens right now to get people ready for the holidays and you spend all this money and you're like i don't know what i'm doing and then you get Frustrated, burnt out, you don't do any of it. And then you have a crappy holiday season, and you're like, I don't know why I can't be like so and so. So and so has a plan. So and so hired people. So and so so listens to those people's plans. So and so implements the things that those people told them to do, and so and so makes money. That's it. Like, that's the answer is that so and so hired someone who's smarter than them.
0: 100%. Like, SEO is something that it's like, just hire someone. Like, like, there's anyone that you could hire, hire somebody to do your SEO. And like you were saying, Someone who has a proven record, because it's so easy to tell people, oh, yeah, of course I know what I'm doing with SEO, especially if you know nothing about it, right? If you don't know anything about it, it's going to make it that much easier for someone to pull the wool over your eyes and act like they do, even if they don't know what they're doing and don't have proven results. But they can know enough to, like, get by and make it seem like they do, and they can talk a good game. So you want to talk to somebody, like you like you you're saying, who has, you know, Um, they can have proven results. They can have, you know, testimonies from like real businesses, that sort of thing. And that, that to me would be like the most important person to hire. And then depending on that, if you are in a situation where, you know, social media is going to help you with your business, which many of us are, I think that like, it's a great time to work with good influencers who know what they're doing or bloggers or creators or whatever you want to call them. But people who work in, that space of, you know, working with brands and promoting those brands. And again, you want to go for someone that isn't advertising everything, but that has a specific type of, you know, whatever, like they, they do something very specific and have a specific style. And so you go to that person because you're like, Oh, this fits in with what they already yeah. like because if you're going with somebody that just advertises for or everyone or just looks good and you're
1: like you know they look in the yeah
0: even if their numbers are high or whatever that doesn't mean that it's going to turn into a conversion yep. for you but if you go to somebody like there are people there's like very few i would say like three people that i've been following for a long time that do like influencer blogger work to where especially when it comes to like beauty type stuff because I don't like, know I don't feel like I'm always like in the know of that stuff. So I will literally go to them. I will jump in their DMS and be like, Hey, do you know this, this, this? And then they'll send me in the direction of something to where, again, they're getting an affiliate link or they've worked with that person or whatever, because I trust them because they've been giving good advice and partnering with good brands for that long. So you want somebody that has that integrity with their own business as a influencer a blogger, creator, et cetera, to where they're only working with specific type of brands. And that's the type of person that you want to hire to work with this holiday season. It's not, it's not a numbers game of like work with everybody in the world or give free product to everyone. It's literally finding the person that is, has an audience that their audience actually listens to them and paying that person. That's the better way mm-hmm. to do it. Uh, also August, September, is a great time to go ahead and start hiring and training those seasonal workers. So if you've, you know, you've talked to your, like a few months ago, you talked to everybody about the vacation policies. You kind of have an idea of how many more people you need. This is the time to, you know, get that extra help in and start training them early. You might not, maybe you don't need anybody to actually come in until November, December, but you want to train them early because you don't want them to be training right beforehand. You don't want to be hiring right beforehand. You want to have a little bit of breathing space. And even like, I know some businesses that are not storefronts, but maybe like are packing items. Like I know somebody who owns a jewelry company and they typically hire seasonally because they have so many orders during this time and they need help with packing all of the orders. So their um, employees that they always have instead of any of them doing any packing, they are all doing jewelry making at that time. And then they hire other people to do all the packing because there's just a lot more than there usually is. So start thinking about that sort of stuff now. And even like, I mean, kind of like you were saying, like there are so many businesses that have like a lull in December, but are super busy in January. So start thinking about that as well. Like, are you going to have, you know, more projects in January? Are you going to have more happening in January that you might want to start, thinking ahead to like, oh, maybe we need to hire in November or December and onboard somebody so that they're ready to go by January when we have all the new year business. So this is definitely kind of the time to start getting people in and getting them trained.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I, this again, this kind of goes back to January where we kind of talked about like having your procedures and processes already written down so that when you do hire these people, can Just give them that thing that you worked on in January so that you're ready to go. They're like, okay. So always in your slow time, be working on documenting your process because you never know when you need to hire someone to do certain roles and make sure that all of that is written down so that if something happens or you hire, it's not a long onboarding process. I will absolutely complain that if not 100% of my clients have the worst onboarding processes for their new hires. I don't, I've not met a company who has gotten it right since. Some of the fan companies don't have it right, like our big, giant corporations. Onboarding employees is how you make or break your talent pool, and small businesses are notoriously terrible at hiring someone and, like, leaving them at a desk for a day because they are busy and didn't schedule properly or, like, reading uh-huh. our manual, and, like, now you're just wasting someone's time. They're just interested. And a lot of times people don't come back. I've seen, personally, in my own eyes, working places where someone was hired in the first day and, like, the business just didn't have stuff together and the person sat in kind of like a room all day and they did not come back the next day. They were like, this is not the job for me. Yeah. I am not here to sit in a room for eight hours. Like it's nice to get paid to do nothing, but at what cost? You know what I mean? So, uh,
0: You're not getting guidance on the first day. It's like you really, even if the company has a lot of great qualities, you don't know them because you've just been sitting there I, not having like, any Like Unfortunately,
1: guidance. I'm still doing like business, business work and not living on a farm. My, my next tackling experience will be employee onboarding training and making sure that every business is fixing their issues because like I'm not kidding it is a problem. So please have your onboarding ready so when you do hire your new employees, they know what to do and you're not micromanaging and you're not wasting your time. like they can easily jump in and do the process without you sitting over their backs every hour for the first six months, which happens a lot in product based businesses like, we got to get it together, people. We'll get your process down. But um, moving into September to December, this is your go time. This is your Olympics. This is turn your hat backwards, Ash Ketchum. It's time to go. Put on your good <laughs> bra. Like, figure out all your things that you need to do because this is when it gets intense and you have very few, time, like, the weeks just come. Like Once September starts, you do not understand how quickly it that holiday season is over. Like people, the holiday, first of all, retail is already starting to hit shelves by the end of September, which is chaotic because October hasn't happened yet. So we haven't even seen like Halloween decor is starting to come out in August and retail areas like by September, there's already Christmas trees out. Like it's, truly the worst but if you are prepared there are people who are already shopping and they are ready and they're looking and willing and you have your stuff together so this is the time now to get your marketing campaigns and start to launch your new offerings to get the buzz in people's ear to be like hey i'm doing something cool something new something fancy or if you've never heard of me this is my brand let me tell you how to do it this is when you spend money on your targeted ads get on the instagram ads get in facebook ads see where your audience is if you are a snap if your audience target audiences is using snapchat snapchat ads are actually very effective that is one place where you can still be creative tiktok ads are a little bit more competitive because tiktok has a bigger user base but you can use the same tactics in tiktok ads mm-hmm. and snapchat ads and they're actually more personal because people are at snapchat to like just talk they're not really like they're there to browse some content but it's kind of a bonus whereas tiktok you're just kind of trying to get as much content as possible and like ads just don't buy you know it is what it is, but with Snapchat, you can use that same strategy that you would use on TikTok or even with Reels and be more targeted and they actually have a better like ad situation. So if I would start putting all that stuff together, get your visuals together know what your brand's going to look like and start launching that into the marketplace because people are now looking, they're actively searching, they're buying, they're spending money because a lot of people want to be done by November.
0: Yes. I'm one of those people, like, I want to be done. I like to enjoy the holiday season. I mean, and when I say done, I mean, like, from my own shopping, planning, you know, stuff like that. Obviously, I still have to do work-related stuff. But I really try, like, as a photographer, I always, I mean, I, I can't say always. I have done a session on December 19th. So it is a lie to say always. But I will say that once I was established, like, after, like, my third year in business, I would no longer take any photos after the first of first week of December, which most people aren't like that. Like most people take them like up until the last minute, but I'd be like after the first week of December, we're not doing it anymore. And then I got to a point where it was after Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving was my cutoff. If we haven't done your family portraits by then, then we're not doing them Um, because I didn't want to spend all my holidays, just like editing photos. And now with candles in a dream world, I would be sold out by December 1st. That's the goal that I'm going to make. Obviously, if I still have inventory, I'll still sell after that, but that's, I'm really going to push and market so that hopefully by December 1st, everything is shipped, everything is done and I can relax. That would be an ideal situation. Um, and I don't know what like the housing market will be like at that time. So I'm not sure if I'll be like busy with that, but I would love to be like not doing pushing candles in December. That's, that's a goal. And I know for me, like I start buying Christmas gifts in August Um, and I'm typically done, you know, typically done by October and then I wrap in October. And then as soon as my, my Halloween stuff comes down right after Halloween, all the Christmas stuff comes right out and the gifts are wrapped and they go right under the tree. So I'm like very into that. And then also my family is spread out, you know, all like literally I have family that like lives like all the way up in Niagara Falls, all the way down to Miami. So if we're sending out Christmas cards or we're sending out gifts or anything like that, like we we tend to send stuff early. And one thing that my family will do is like, like when my grandparents were alive, everybody would just send like one big box from my grandparents' house. So now sometimes we'll kind of do the same thing. Like me and my mom might get together and maybe like with me and one of my cousins or uncle or something and send like kind of one big box all together. So people like to get this stuff done early. So it's like the earlier you can have things ready, like the better. I know there's a lot of people that kind of grumble about how early we see these things and stuff, it's but me. I as grumble. Me, you, yeah, and but as for every person like that, there's a person like me who's like, I am, I, I am counting down the days right now till I can put up all my Halloween decor and I I feel like it's going to be even earlier than it was last year I am so excited I love holidays I'm always like I can't wait to get into them and yes I want it earlier and earlier and earlier because I love it um and like the worst yeah. the world gets like where I'm like, I want that, like that bit of happy and my just. That like, is contributing the to though. my
1: bad mood. I can't.
0: <laughs> I know, and it's so funny because, like, all my people that are like like me, like we've like we've already started the conversation. That, and it's so funny because I think about you when when we no, talk there about. Somebody like, in yeah, me. Asks me every
1: year in those stupid memes that it's like there's a hundred days till Christmas, there are seventy five. I'm like, if you don't get yeah, out like, my I face,
0: started now. <laughs> I started to feel a shift on July 1st, where I'm like, it's the second half of the year. This is the holiday half of the year for me. And I know we're like, so I'm already getting so excited. I'm kind of doing things now to like, just make life easier to prep. And that's another thing I'll say, if you're an entrepreneur, like if there's if you've been like, oh, I really want to start. Walking for three miles a day, or I really want to start eating healthier, or I really want to start therapy, or I really want to start um, a new hobby. This is the time to do that. You don't want to do that when you're in the middle of the holiday season. Like, do those things that are going to, like, maybe improve your life and improve your well being. Do those things now and get into that habit. Like, we're again, we're in early July, so you can get into that habit. So, that's a common habit for you by August to make sure that, like, in the holiday season, you You're aren't rocked like off. To like, you can't
1: off. say, Oh, I'm going to yeah. lose pounds before Thanksgiving. Like, I'm going to do the yeah, 25 it's, days
0: it's, or whatever. All at once. Like, I'm taking up pottery as a hobby, and that's something I'm starting now and getting into now because I just feel like it'll be like, and, and it's for my mental health as well. But it's like, I feel like it'll just be like too much going on by the time, you know, that by the time all that happens, it's just going to be like, Too much, so I'm like, do do it now. Get those things out of the way now. Um, Another thing I'll say is like, if you have employees, this is a great time to be focused on boosting employee morale. So maybe decorating, but making sure that it's in a way that you know supports everyone in your space, whether it be an office or shop, whatever. Not everybody you know celebrates the same things, Um, so keep that in mind. Make sure everybody feels you know represented and that sort of thing. Um, Also, like. Getting feedback on how people want to celebrate. Because for me, if I worked in an office, I don't want to come to an office party. I'm not interested in that probably most likely. Like I, there's a lot going on. I probably don't want to come to work outside of work hours to hang out with work people and not get paid. That's just me. Everybody's different. But reach out and see like what's the what's the vibe, you know? Like to me, and I think in a more ideal situation, you would um, let people off of a work early or something like that so that they actually get paid for basically the time that they'd be at the holiday party or you could even have it during the work day like maybe you close the shop early and do something like that um so see what you know see what the vibe is everybody's vibe is different at like where they work so see what the vibe is before you're just deciding this is what we're going to do because it more might become more of an obligation for people if you're throwing like a holiday party on, you know, December 15th, and people already have a million things going on. Um, I think it's also a great time to get involved with giving back, like talk to, you know, your employees, the people you work with, see if anybody has any missions that they champion And, you know, if there's something that really is close to the, you know, maybe community that you live in, that sort of thing, that it might be something where instead of doing a holiday party, maybe you all get together and you do some sort of outreach with that. And again, it can be a thing where you give kind of like company time to do like you donate your company time, maybe two hours of your company time to do that. So that would be great. Um, and then also if you're going to give bonuses, like start to plan those, like look at your financials, see what you can give out and consider giving bonuses because bonuses are awesome. And when I worked, um, an hourly job and I got a super awesome Christmas bonus, I mean, that was, it was amazing. Um, I loved that season. So yeah, if you can, if you can give out bonuses and you have the means to do so financially, I think this is a great time of year to do that. But yeah, also, again, just making sure for yourself that you're doing prep for September December, if it's going to be a busy season for you, if you need a meal service, if you need to make sure you have an extra babysitter because you're going to, you know, not be as home that much, if you need to sign your kids up for like some sports or something so that There's they're going to be busy. if school
1: is closed, um, yeah. that type of thing.
0: All that sort of stuff, like start thinking about like, how can I streamline things and make my schedule easier? If you've been really out of whack with your morning schedule and your evening schedule for a while, this is the time now to start getting back into it and finding a schedule that works for you. So that by the time the holidays come and you're busy with work, you're not just completely overwhelmed. Um, so yeah, make life easier for yourself now and spend like July and August trying to just get those healthy habits in and get prepared and ask for help if you need it, because a lot of times we need help. Sometimes it's just as simple as sitting with a friend and getting some perspective. And maybe that friend can show you here are the next places to look for help again, whether it's meeting with somebody who knows SEO, whether it's meeting with a therapist, whether it's getting a life coach, whatever it is that you need, um, you know, start to to get comfortable with reaching out before we get into the season because the season is always a lot. And I, I think that a lot of people, just like the holidays and I get it, but I think that with some prep, um, it can be a completely different situation. And hopefully this year, you really, really enjoy it. Yeah, um, on the you're like i, I will don't want <laughs> I any mean, yeah, answer for help either i'll just struggle and drown it's
1: fine uh but don't be like me this is why i have a podcast where i can tell you what to do because i'm doing all the things the opposite way and don't do that um i will say
0: I uh, well i'm gonna be nice to you and i'm not gonna put any holiday stuff at your house until i mean i'm September.
1: sure my neighbors would be like
0: huh, so excited um i'm September 1st, but I am going to decorate my home for fall. I'm going to do, it's going to be fall part one and then fall part two. It's like an overlay of fall one. So fall one is August 1st this year. And then I will leave that up until August uh, or September 1st, which I, well, I mean, all that stuff will be still there. Then I'm going to add more and add this. If you're still listening and you haven't (laughs) turned it off yet, (laughs) (laughs) because Christmas
1: has made you so
0: annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But I won't. I won't give you fall in August. I will drop stuff at your house um, September first. Because the the
1: 40. thing I wanted to talk about bonus because I know people again we're getting we're in a recession that so we're getting it. we actually are in one now <laughs> they, they they admitted it uh, and so a lot of businesses are prepping to like cut bonuses and things like that this year unfortunately this is where gift cards and especially like food gift cards or gas gift cards if you're making people come physically to visit you are so important because. That is a lot less than kind of a bonus, but still is a nice gesture. I will say it's very disheartening how corporate America has decided that they want people to work fully during these, like, the whole year and, like, not give people anything during the holiday season. It doesn't have to be a gift. Like, it it could be a lip gloss. It could be a cookie. But there are so many corporations who, like, have stopped doing anything. And they try to act like it's because they're being sensitive or, like, oh, I'm just being inclusive. You could just say happy December and give people money and no one will be offended by it. You know what I mean? Like it's just that's such a frustrating thing. So as a small business to set precedent on being a good employer and having employees for the long term, because this is how you get employee loyalty and brand loyalty and employee longevity. Just give people gift card to Amazon or to your local grocery store or to the coffee shop or to the gas station like that is all you have to do it costs virtually nothing like please just do that instead instead of doing nothing
0: i will say that like and you know this isn't holiday related but when john got sick um, his office sent us a $15 gift card for Amazon and like coming from being a teacher where they literally like often don't care about you at all. I mean, the community, like his teachers might've done something for him, but never they're, like, like
1: measly like, pay. You know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's typically what happens. Like, you're sick or something like, like, I mean, John and I've given money so many times for like a teacher who's been like sick or had, you know, just some sort of like family issue and and the, the teachers get together mm-hmm. and they organize that back, but never OCPS says, Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. You have this thing. Let me send this to you. So John was sick and like, it really wasn't even really like that big of a deal. But um, and it's not like he needs to go to the office every day. He works in real estate like you can go to the office if you want to, but you don't have to. And so they had just asked about him at a particular meeting. He's like, oh, yeah, I didn't end up going because I, you know, I have COVID. I'm not feeling well and I don't want to infect people. And they sent him that and they were like, we hope you feel better. And we were floored. And I know it's a $15 gift card, but it's just about feeling cared for as well. Um, and that's not something he's had 18 years teaching you know in a school and in the six months that he's been doing real estate have been the complete opposite of that so it's just showing that Mm -hmm. you care makes all the difference so just saying like i appreciate you and and that sort of thing yeah a handwritten note
1: a a little gift card like uh, a bonus is nice i agree but like if that's the least you could do do that because people are really putting in a lot of their time working and i think when we appreciate people who work for us they appreciate us and they stay and they're interested and they tell people about you and they like evangelize based on your kindness so it's not it's just something to be kind about yes.
0: i would say look at your bank account and do what do what you can do and do what's fair you know what i mean i think people understand that and yeah. appreciate oh that absolutely and- i mean and-
1: I, most people are not they don't even know how to do i I don't think that most people who don't work a salary job where you are bonus eligible know about people getting an extra, like, 500 to to, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the boss giving you an yeah. extra $500 at the end of the year because they're like, hey, you did a good job. That's not really a thing. That's not commonplace at all anymore in the workplace. So I just want people.
0: No. I will say, like, when I was 17 years old, I made sandwiches at Philly Connection. That oh, was my Philly job. Connection. Yeah i like the guy who owned it was an older rich white man who already had his kids and stuff and so he treated us all like his kids there were seven of us we were all like you know i was the youngest we were like 17 21 and he treated us really well and he did give us christmas bonuses and my bonus was like i don't know typically somewhere between like 500 and 700 which was like a a bunch paycheck you know what i mean like (laughs) like at the same time you know um You know, I when I worked for Starbucks and like the um, again, not the corporation, but the manager took the time to like, she knew everybody's dietary restrictions, baked everybody cookies, and gave everybody like a little gift card and a card and like a candy cane and like something else if they. You know, didn't celebrate uh, Christmas. And like that was so appreciated mm-hmm. as well. Um, so it's, it's the little things that make such a huge difference. Um, you know, like she would make sure that on people's birthdays, they got like a plant and a mug and like something else, you know, just like little things. But just saying, showing that you appreciate people in the way that you can. Cause I didn't expect her to have the same amount of money as this rich old white dude who that literally didn't even need to own the business anymore. I mean, he was just old and super rich, but he was just like, I'm doing this cause I'm bored and it's fun. All my kids are growing. My wife doesn't like me in the house, you know? So he like bought a franchise and went with it, but it's like, yeah, I don't expect her to have the same amount of money, but she put the effort in for the level that she could and that made all the difference um so just keep that in mind just showing people you care and that that's you should want to do that this season anyways i say this season it's july but in my mind and my heart we're she's in, already
1: moved um, on um it's fine it's fine, it's fine. we will accept you
0: we accept and everyone as at.
1: they are if they are oh. overabundant holiday celebrators <laughs>
0: Super important if you are offering any special services or products this year for the entire season, that could be you know, fall, winter, whatever, whatever holiday, Um, jump in our DMs, jump in my DMs if you can, or email us at podcast at gmail.com and let us know because we are putting together a gift guide that won't be out until a little bit later because we want to give people, you know, time to prep their stuff. But let us know. And if it's something that, you know, we think our listeners would resonate with and would be a good fit, then we will put you on our gift guide. So please be sure uh to to reach out and yeah talk to and for
1: charisma's that. purposes if you're making black witchy girl things send it to her now because yeah. you just heard that fall starts yeah. in august so yeah. you should send it to <laughs> her today
0: not according to like you know so I that guess, it's ready I for fall
1: know. two in september <laughs>
0: it starts august 1st i'm not gonna align it with you know the actual seasons because it's florida our seasons are very off so i just feel like i'm gonna do with what's in my spirit and that's what i feel like i'm and that's guided why we august appreciate
1: 1st. you for who you are <laughs> I, I treat people who are like overly abundant with like holidays the way that like homophobic people <laughs> treat people as they come out they're like oh okay i i appreciate you as you are i'm like you know what you celebrate your holidays whenever you want to, honey. Those yeah. people.
0: <laughs> my holidays. And they're they're turning, your holidays. So I- you got to
1: do what you got to do and um, yeah. send us all your things so we can put it in the gift guide. Um, so yeah, we will be back next week with more business tips. Thanks as always for listening. Thank you for your reviews and sharing because it really helps us out for people to hear more about us. And again, if you did not Catch the ad in the beginning. You can go listen to the Cubicle to CEO podcast and get their free first 10K month guide by going to zen.ai backslash CEO. So we will see you guys next week. Bye.
0: Bye. See you next week.